50 episodes. Strippers. <laughs> Strippers and cocaine all up in the studio. This is a pretty wild scene. Um, it's lit. Brunch. I don't know if 50 episodes is a significant thing. I don't think it is. Any any shitty podcast could have 50 episodes. Like, we kind of plan ahead um, with with our episodes, uh, certainly depending on whether or not there's guests. And I think that we looked at this one, we're like, okay, we got to do this for this one, this for this episode. And that's the 50th episode, so like that'll be that'll just take care of yeah, itself. Because right. like, it's just going to be... We'll just have like a fucking bonanza for the 50th episode. Right, that's <laughs> we, I honestly, I imagined playing like a... Like a Almost like the Weiner line, just like a long string of people, basically just Derek Phillips and Miles Teller and Kevin Spacey <laughs> the, uh, saying the, happy 50th. The, yeah, right. That we would request them to do. I don't think that's a, an acceptable move to ask people <laughs> to like create a celebration montage for your own show. But that gets into the whole birthday etiquette thing. You're allowed to invite people out for your own birthday. So are you allowed to ask? But you're people? not allowed to ask them to say happy birthday right, to you. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also, yeah, especially if they haven't heard of it. Like, I don't think Derek Phillips got into brunch after <laughs> no, being on I brunch. So. I hope to fucking God he did. Uh, if and when we have Miles Teller on, it's going to, we're going to be like, okay, so just so you know, like, it's a loose thing. We joke around. We talk about dicks. Like, it's, it's fine. He'll be like, I still don't understand it because I've never heard this before. <laughs> right. So no matter what, I'm not going to be comfortable with you guys. Well, so. And then we just tie him up and lock him in our basement and make <laughs> and him then, get comfortable. Then we have him forever. Uh, yeah, so 50s, I mean, it's it's not a big deal, but yeah. it is a big deal. But to do, like, the 50 veteran, episodes of anything is, yeah. Right. Especially because, like, we're lazy. We don't really we don't really put time into anything. Before we started to, so this, this was not a weekly podcast for a long time. Right, we did, we took like, what, two or three weeks in between episodes at some point? And if we thought of like, if we thought of a couple of good episodes in a three-day span, we would record, we would have like two episodes in one week and then go like a month without <laughs> right. another one. That's like, that's kind of crazy to think about now because now we do fucking two a week. Right, we I was force ourselves to do it, which is like the the good thing because right before we just wouldn't do episodes because we didn't have content. Now right. we just fucking wing it and we read Mad Libs. That was the thing. Which episode? I think Birthday Etiquette was the episode that made uh, us. I don't want to say realize because maybe it's not even correct. It made us think like we, can we just give us content. two mics yeah. and we can fucking do anything because <laughs> birthday etiquette was an important conversation that we did not plan on happening hap, uh, on having we just turned it on and that magic came out um i will say two episodes a week um it's not a complaint two episodes a week isn't easy it's uh it it isn't i think it's i think a lot of it is like the days that we have yeah monday and friday seem very close together once you get to like the friday and then the weekend flies by and you're like oh shit we need to do another podcast right and especially with booking guests because you'll say um hey if this person can do um like anytime this week that's cool and they'll say okay well how about wednesday and you're like sure we'll do that for friday and they say oh no now they they can't do it maybe sometime next week and you're like okay in the meantime like seven episodes go by and you're like oh fuck me so um yeah 50 episodes uh we got some feedback on what people have liked and haven't liked so far 
to be honest, we haven't gotten anything about what they haven't liked um, <laughs> because they listen to the you show. Well, they're in, I mean, if you don't like it, you just fucking delete it out of your life. Right, much. exactly. <laughs> this is, yeah, this, I don't think brunch is being shoved down anybody's face. People don't listen to podcasts that they don't like. Right. Oh, man. Yeah. People, again, people who listen to more than like three podcasts, um, there appreciate are a lot of you out there, if we're one way. of them, but. There are a lot of Jesus. people out there who listen to a shit ton of podcasts. Like you're, you're either like a podcast guy or a girl, or you're not, and you listen to like one that is good. I, I assume that people who listen to a lot of podcasts just don't watch TV or something like that. Um, I think but it's people so who, many podcasts I, I, are about TV. I think it's people who work like normal, boring jobs uh, because then they just listen to them all day. Yeah, while I, they work. I am getting more into listening to podcasts in the car. Which is weird um, because I've just always listened to like sports radio or music, but um, I am getting into the the habit of uh, firing up like, pardon my take or whatever. Um, it shouts to those guys. They had Tiger Woods on. That is incredible. Like by accident. By accident, and it shows. So there are a lot of like little um, details. Uh, of the kind of media world that the that anyone who's not in it there's no way they could see and detect these things like um we're doing a something for uh, a web but we won't ruin it but uh, a website is just um kind of getting trying to get to know different podcast people or whatever so they had us fill out some things and one of my answers to one of the questions is uh like sports fans can't tell which sports reporters are good and which ones are bad because they all produce the same thing and you can't tell who put in the legwork there and Mm -hmm. probably one person did and everyone else just jumped on it um but the point i'm making with uh with regard to pardon my take is they have tiger woods on they were not planning on having him on um they asked Scott Van Pelt, who's the most popular guy on your phone. He said Tiger Woods. Uh, he called him. He didn't answer, so they forgot about it. And then a few minutes later, Tiger Woods calls back, and they got him on speakerphone. And both uh, PFT and Big Cat, I think especially PFT, had they just had a lot of. They were able to have a fucking quick, good right. conversation with somebody. That is a so lot of, incredibly hard. That's really hard. A lot of people would get flustered there. and It seems like such an easy thing. It's like, oh, if I talk to Tiger Woods, I'd right. have things to ask him. I'm like, Not if you're fucking on a mic and you're thrown right in without any preparation. Yeah. That is super hard. Yes. And so that is good for them. Yeah. Um, also good for Scott Van Pelt that if he calls Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods fucking returns his call. That is, I, like, I don't think. Do you know how hard it is to get a call back from literally anybody? From anybody. Like, anybody. I can show you my voicemails right now. <laughs> right. I've got like, uh, I think I have at least a hundred unlistened to voicemails. <laughs> I could call my mom and if she didn't answer, she wouldn't call me back. Yeah. Like it's very hard to get a call back. And if Tiger Woods calls you back, you're a big fucking deal. So I will say this. Um, I, was, uh, I was at the beach. Um the other day with uh, my parents and I was like I guess I have to read because what the fuck can you do at the beach? The beach sucks. Uh, the beach blows. Uh, it was at a gunkwit and a gunkwit's awesome. Um, but I went in the water for a little bit and I was like yeah I'll go, I'll go swimming. That'll be great. And I forgot that the fucking when you go to the beach in a gunkwit 
Uh, you don't you don't get in the water and actually swim around. You just have to go and stand and get hit by waves, and the waves come, and you're like, oh fuck me, oh, and now I got to jump up a little bit, and it is not fucking swimming. It is so fucking lame. Swimming in the ocean sucks. It is for the most part. Yeah, not a big ocean guy. But anyway, so I was reading. Um, I was like, I guess I had to bring a book. So I have Aziz Ansari's uh, book that I started to read a while back. Did you read it? Uh, Modern, Modern Romance? Romance? Yeah, yeah. I, read it. I, read it at the, I read it in Maine last year. Really? Yeah, I read so it in New York. I was reading it and... Very good book. I, it's, it's really funny. Yeah. And uh, he's very... Um, one of his central points is... And this, by the way, brings us to uh, review a book that came out like two years ago, <laughs> segment of Brunch. Um, he... Uh, He's very hard on bozos, and like basically his overall takeaway is that guys are bozos. Yep. And there was a graphic of uh, people who ask, um, like, girls said when they were asked out uh, over the phone, was it done on a phone call or by text? And I'm with anything that's even slightly important. I'm a phone call guy. Uh, and I, the, it's fucking crazy. And this was, again, this was like two years ago or whatever. So I'm sure it's even higher now. People ask each other out just via text. I don't think that's a big deal. Grow up. I don't think it's a big deal. I think that, that, that it's very doable over text and it's can be less awkward. And I think that it's like, if you can do it by text, whatever, who cares? I mean, like breaking up with somebody by text is like very shitty and you should never do that. But I don't have a problem asking Also, don't break up with someone over a G-chat. No, not that I've been there before. But if if have that's you? ever to happen to somebody, they have, would feel pretty hap- shitty. Has that happened to you? I responded. I was like, I'm. I was like, you better fucking call me right wow. now. I was like, if you're gonna do this, wow, on G Chat, Jesus, that's not even a popular platform, <laughs> <laughs> right? I was like, bullshit, and I'm pretty. I'm assuming this person I initially I asked that over the phone because I'm. I'm. I was gonna say I'm an adult, but I'm not an adult. But um. <laughs> Yeah, G Chat was wow. That's a that's a I low was, one. I saw I saw a headline this week that says, uh, "Don't try to get a date on LinkedIn." And I was like, "Don't try pe- to do anything are people, on LinkedIn." Are people doing that? Like, if you go to your LinkedIn page more than like once every month or week or month or whatever, just to accept whatever in- invitations you have, right? You're a psycho. What is LinkedIn good for? The only time I've checked LinkedIn is to be like. My LinkedIn didn't get hacked or anything, and it doesn't like because you never go on LinkedIn. So the only thing I, the only time I go on LinkedIn is to be like, what do I look like on LinkedIn? And I see it's like that's a headshot of me. It says my job, okay. And it's like okay, but don't forget these requests. I'm like, no, 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 I'm, I'm gone. Fun story about LinkedIn. Uh, I got in shortly after your last week's episode or Monday's episode when uh, I was criticizing the Mike Harrington piece. Yes. Uh, I went on LinkedIn and I saw that he had viewed my profile soon after I called him out on Twitter. And he then dropped like, oh, you've only been working at your job for two months. You have the gall to pull this on me. Oh. So he, he, I criticized him. He went to my LinkedIn page and then went back and used it as ammo. Veteran move by <laughs> Mike Harrington. He did some reporting there. Oh, yeah. So that's, that's a veteran move. Maybe if you had your job for more than two months, you, you would know to do that, too. What a little bitch. I, uh, me, I mean. <laughs> yes. Um, should we just get to that? Yeah. Okay, so uh, you, you can set it up. Okay, we're, we're going to do, we just decided that every week we're going to do a little bitch of the week segment. We'll do it on Fridays? Yes, for, yeah, we'll little bitch of the week. And um, we are, first of all, the disclaimer is we're not 
It'll never be a woman. It will never be a woman. Because... We are not advocating calling women bitches. Uh, because, again, we've said this before. If you're walking around in 2016 calling women bitches, then God help you. You might as well ask them out via text. I don't necessarily agree with that take. I think that you can call a woman a bitch if she's being a bitch. But I, I think just call that, everyone assholes. I think, I think that you have to use it equally. Like, a, a guy can be being a bitch, too. Well, obviously. So that's what... That's what brings us to this. Uh, I, sorry, I just got distracted. I saw that I looked at my Twitter thing, and I have, I'm have i at 69,000 <laughs> tweets. Congrats. So, yeah. Um, uh, fuck. Um, guys are... Uh, calling guys little bitches is back. And I feel like oh, yeah. that was like a 90s thing, and it went away. Yeah, we talked about this. And it's, it's Little bitch heat check is... is- on the up and up popping off and you're like you'll send me stuff where like someone will call someone a little bitch like you'll send me the screen grab and you'll be like little bitch like a million fire emojis (laughs) and in war dogs um miles teller's character punches jonah hill's character and then says you're such a little bitch yeah little bitch (laughs) and uh so we're going to do a little bitch of the week and we're both little bitches first of all um so we're not For it's sure. not necessarily a bad thing. It's just sometimes someone's being a little it's bitch. It's like well it's like if you're you I think if you're not like a zero you can admit that sometimes you're a little bitch. Right, exactly. Um and it's a callback. Yes. And <laughs> when we came up with it we said, you know, most weeks one of us is going to be the little bitch of the week and most likely. I'm fine with that. Um I actually I was trying to think of what a definition of a little bitch would be. I think that the war dogs thing actually holds up okay. If you if someone can punch you in the face and then has time to call you a little bitch before you hit them back, then you're a little you're bitch. You're a little bitch, yeah. So and I think that that would definitely if if you just punched me in the face right now, I don't think I would do like the and like <laughs> tackle your chest or whatever. Um so you'd be shook. I'd be shook. Yeah. Right, so you'd call me a little bitch. Yeah. Uh the So the inaugural the little inaugural bitch. little bitch of the week is this is going to be a shocker for a lot of people. Uh, Josh Tillman, a.k.a. Father John Misty. Congratulations. Yeah. Little Congrats bitch of the on week. the Little Bitch of the Week award. First Little Bitch of the Week. Um, so long story short, you guys probably saw this on Twitter and wondered what the hell was going on. He was having a bit of a meltdown this week on Twitter. Uh, uh, I like uh, So I, I don't follow him, but I was turned on to his Twitter account by, yeah. because you were responding to him. Uh, and I just figured that that's how he was on Twitter all the time. He was just shouting at people in all caps. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so he was uh, he was saying something about uh, a what is it called? A brooch? <laughs> I don't think I've ever said the fucking word before. He lost a brooch or like a bunch of brooches and he was looking to get them back. Yeah, he was very much interested in uh, having some... Uh, Acquiring or reacquiring his brooches. Right. And so he was freaking the fuck out about it. I'm trying to uh, scroll. Okay, it didn't take long to find these because there's a lot of them. Um, and... People would respond to him like, shut the fuck up or something, and then he would go back hard at them. So uh, let me see. I thought the uh, uh, out of all the tweets that night, I thought the one that most encapsulated Father John Misty was like when somebody was like, I have your brooches. I'm a big fan. And he was like, my real fans wouldn't be on Twitter. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That is amazing. Uh, So this person said... uh, uh, Christiana B responded. Um, so he had tweeted, just to know for followers, if it appears in all caps, it means I'm screaming at you and also crying and drunk. 
And Christiana B. responded, shut the fuck up, yo. <laughs> and he responded, Christiana B., your avatar is literally you with the Snapchat dog <laughs> filter on. Don't lecture me about basic, okay? <laughs> so, that is so awesome. Like, he is such a fucking dick. He's so petty. It's awesome. So um, I don't... Uh, I just saw that shit was going down with him, and uh, I... I had a bit of a buzz on, so I just, I think I tweeted at him, uh, just a heads up, our 50th episode is Friday, hashtag write the bad boys a song, Josh, or something like that, and like like two or three people respond to it, I was like, oh, this is viral now, gotta make it a thing, <laughs> so I t- tweeted like, everyone make up your own hashtag for uh, Josh Tillman, a.k.a. Father John Misty, telling him to write the Bad Boys of Podcasting a song. So a few people started doing it, and uh, he... Let me... I, what was the first thing he said back? Uh, oh, okay. So let's see. Uh, Cameron Fry said, Hey, John, it's my mom's 50th tomorrow, and she'd love a song. I don't know how to put that in a hashtag. Hashtag Loctigate. <laughs> Massive shouts to Cameron Fry. Uh, great tweet. And he responded, does your, quote, mom have an endless supply of brooches? Well, then I don't care. And then he had about 60 of the crying emojis <laughs> followed by alternating crying emojis and uh, thermometer face emojis. <laughs> sick, sick emojis. <laughs> right. So uh, I responded, We'll give you like four brooches if you hashtag write the fucking song, Josh. And he responded in all caps because he was crying and drunk. What is a DJ Bean? But he spelled is ID. What is a DJ Bean? <laughs> um, and I responded, these are questions the writer asks themselves and answers when they hashtag write the motherfucking song, Josh. Uh, and then Cameron Fry, Father John Misty, some more back and forth. And uh, he didn't end up writing the song, so <laughs> so what a little bitch. That, that makes him a little bitch. I will say someone who had tweeted at him had uh, – there, there's a little M emoji. It's a blue uh, circle with an M in it, and if you look quickly at it, it kind of looks like a check mark. So someone had tweeted at him with that. So naturally, Father John Misty changed his – name to change his uh, name like four times throughout the course of the night right uh, awesome and he put that little m thing on there so we also did that um do you think father john misty has a publicist oh my god i bet he does just so they can be like hey uh josh we think it'd be really good if you uh did this thing and he was like you know what your problem is you think that I should do this thing because of consumerism and blah, blah. Right, so it's got to be like the worst job on the face of the earth to be Father John Missy's right. publicist. Right, because he just fucking gets wasted and goes on Twitter and shouts at people. Right, exactly. He's uh, So his Twitter name right now is Farmer Job Misery. <laughs> right, with a, and his, uh, a, his uh, handle, or his, uh, his avatar is Max Martin accepting a Grammy, which makes me want to fucking strangle him so badly oh if and when we ever do anything with with him that'll be wonderful um there were some other candidates for uh little bitch of the week um but should i say uh 
No, I won't. Yeah, okay. I will. Danny McBride was going to come on with us, and they were like, you know what? Scheduling, it just can't work out. So I was like, you know what? We could make Danny McBride the bitch of the week, but a little bitch of the week. Um, but I still, love, move. I still love Danny McBride, and I still think that at some point maybe we'll have him on. So, um, If anything, though, I think Danny McBride would appreciate being little bitch of the week. Right. If there's anybody I think that could appreciate a little bitch drop, it's, it's Danny McBride. And if you, if you say, hey, Danny McBride, you're a little bitch of the week, you know what he's going to do? gonna come on and he's gonna fucking he's gonna sass you yeah he's gonna say he'll be like i'm not a little bitch i've never been a little bitch ever (laughs) you're a or something and it would be great uh so So. maybe if that if that can mcbride you're a little bitch come on the show if that can get him on then uh we can that'd be wonderful uh what are your uh long-term goals for the podcast now that we're sitting at 50 uh i don't know man i'd want to i'd like to start making some money yeah, uh, finding the right the right sponsor, the yeah. right uh, match. Don't want to whore ourselves out, but we'll take some money. If right, you give it to us. Uh, we start the brunch bank account. Exactly. We've got one in mind that I think we both agree would be perfect, and we just haven't reached out to them. So maybe a short term goal should be to reach out to this <laughs> to try to, to get sponsorships. Right. Um, yeah. Exactly. And if you want to sponsor the show, let us know. Yeah. Uh, also, merch would be a good yes. goal for us. <laughs> Uh, you have update. Still don't have any. There's one shirt that Kathy drew up that I um, I showed a couple of my friends. Like, hey, we're gonna make this shirt, and they were like, "Shut the fuck up!" And at my grandfather's wake, one of my friends came up and was like, "I've got to see that." The, like, people are talking about this shirt that that you guys are gonna really make. odd place and, to make that. No, request. it was fine. It was fine. <laughs> like, I was I was cracking so many jokes, and I I gotta say this: my grandfather's wake was fucking lit. We were just cracking jokes the whole time, laughing, reminiscing, like very minimal crying. It was... You know what should be like a thing? What? Wake stand-up comedians. Yeah? Uh, yeah. I mean, like, how how great would that be? Like, everybody's sad. <laughs> you get a stand-up comedian at the wake, just live and in the mood. Well, I'm a big fan of uh, wakes being a light affair, you know? Yeah. Just, like, come in... Say like, oh, nice suit that come in men's, you know, bust each other's <laughs> chops. I, I think that that's the way. That's the tasteful way to do the wake. The issue is though, there will be one person, um, a loved one, who is like, this is not a time to laugh, right. and then everyone has to. That it's all on right. But then the stand-up comedian fucking points at that person and is like, what an asshole. Yeah, he's like, I don't come to your work, and I don't. I don't get a lot of this asshole. Until you and to use the squeegee or whatever the <laughs> fuck that thing is. But yeah, I think that I'd I'd never been to a wake where it was so much uh like legitimate celebration of the person. So Also was, I'm a huge fan of wakes that like ha, like uh put the person in like a pose. Like instead oh, really? of just lying in the casket. Like haven't you ever seen that? Like if somebody was like a big Steelers fan, like a oh. diehard Steelers fan, they like set them up in their like their favorite recliner and like have a Steelers <laughs> game on TV. Jesus. You've no. never seen that? It's awesome. That's like weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, shit. right. And then there's like another I saw another one a couple years ago about like dude who like fucking loved motorcycles. Yeah. So he died and they set him up on his bike <laughs> in the wake. That'd be awesome. So if I die, so first of all, if I die. Get rid of my fucking body right away. I think it's weird as fuck to just like put a body in the middle of the room and be like, remember the alive person? Look how dead he is. I think it's creepy as fuck. But if you're going to do that to me, I'd like to be in like a power slide um, uh, like with like a flying V guitar, just like ripping the most <laughs> insane solo you've seen in your life. And then people can walk by and be like, yeah, 
he was an excellent, excellent guitarist. And then that would be it. And because and I feel like people lie after people yeah, die. You're right. They remember like the most idealistic version of you. Yeah. My my aunt and my um after my grandfather's funeral, she gave this like nice little speech and it was so beautiful. And but she said there wasn't an ounce of artifice to this man. And I just flash back to uh one time my grandfather's neighbor came over and he was hanging out with him. And then as he was leaving, my grandfather was like, okay, I'll see you, buddy. And then as soon as the door closed, my grandfather went, I hate him. <laughs> and I was like, I love the idea of old people like talking shit about people. So, um, yeah, if, you, if, you, if you're going to tell a little white lies uh, when someone dies, just fucking go for it and really, really do it up. Uh, my goals for the podcast, Serum. obviously, have Miles Teller on. And Sinbad. Obvi. Sinbad, Kevin Spacey. Um, even if, again, even if it's just some quick Mad Libs with Kevin Spacey, I would, that would be all I need. Um, I'd like to, at, at various points, I've, uh, wanted to do a musical episode and I, it would just take a lot of planning. We would, I would need to, right. we would need to plan it like, two, I have no musical months, ability, so, but you'd be worked in like you'd, you could play the something. You could play like the triangle, or like we could play a song and be like, "I just speak really deeply." Right. You could do the. Uh, maybe we could do like uh, an episode for the ladies, a lot of slow jams, and like I would sing the first verse, and the second verse you would do like the, girl. <laughs> I know it's been a long time, and people would say Pete really sang the fuck out of that verse. <laughs> uh, one of the things that I really want to do is uh, I want to set up. It's something that can easily be done in like five minutes. I want to set up a voicemail box for the yeah, show. Yeah, that'd be good. We've we talked sh- about it. Yeah. Um, so instead of like, in, if you don't want to email us, you can just leave a quick voicemail. We'll play it on the show and then answer whatever questions you got. I'd also like to do a live taping. Yes. Um, and that's a thing. And we live in a we live in like a cool city, so I feel like that I feel like that's a doable thing. That's that's very much like merch, where right. it's just our own laziness is getting in the way. Um, on like on, we've talked about it, but it would be so great to do on scene brunch tapings. Like we go to brunch, fucking record an episode oh, yeah. at a place, and just do it like on scene. Right? Maybe get some publicity for like the restaurant. Yeah, and just like record an episode there, and instead of piping in the the uh, fake ambient sound in the background of every episode that we do right have actual ambient sound that would be sick we should i mean the first thing that comes to mind is roxy's like we should have right. roxy's whip up a monster um Does brunch roxy's menu. do brunch they do sometimes wow, yeah okay. um and oh they're so good um what else uh oh um so we had suggested the idea of doing uh, reruns, and someone suggested drunk reruns. So, like drunk history. Yeah, kind of like drunk history, but we don't want to step on drunk history's toes. So, uh, at some point, probably in the near future, we're going to do uh, blackout reruns. So it's going to be we're going to drink a lot, and then we'll send out a tweet or something saying, or we'll we'll do a poll. Which episode do you want us to do? And whichever one wins, we'll do it completely from memory. Um, for like, maybe we'll get Feidelberg here and put out uh, options for some of the Feidelberg episodes we've done. We can do that with Jeff, um, and I think that'd be funny. Especially, I mean, the the one I want to do, and when when I I tweeted like we we're gonna do blackout reruns, 
the most common one was people wanted uh, the Bieber concert episode again. You can't redo that. But that was already blackout, so... Right, and you can't redo it. Right. Because you you might die this time. <laughs> right. <laughs> and we'd have to get a Justin Bieber. We'd have to get Justin Bieber back here. Right. Go to the show yeah. again. There are some episodes that we probably couldn't recreate. Um, I think that Hot Guys versus Weathermen blackout one. would be, be one. amazing because be that was us vulgar, sober. Right? That was us sober, and we were raising our voices about John Hamm's penis. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we'll do that in the near future. Um, Someone had emailed saying, let me find it. Um, someone had emailed saying, Pete and DJ, the kid who's having a rough time in prison heat checks uh, were really a highlight of the podcast thus far. I've consumed a lot of the night of coverage, and it was very nice to see someone paying attention to a character that may have otherwise snuck through the cracks. It's just a shame there will not be any more. Uh, I want to throw out a bonus, kid who's having a rough time in prison heat check just for uh, our friend Walker Carey, who sent this. Uh, do you got? Do you have anything on, on Kid Who's Having a Rough Time in Prison? I hope that he's having a better time in heaven, or hell, I, because he was in prison. He was, yeah, but he was in the wrong place at the wrong time. That's so true. that's how he got into prison. Right. So uh, he's, he's in heaven, and uh, let me think. Uh, I don't know if, is he, is he old enough to, to have, I was going to say like maybe he can be with his dead homies, but... I don't think he's old enough to have dead homies. He's like a six-year-old kid. I can't even just like imagine him prison. having homies, really. Right. He's just like a, such doesn't, a s- sad person. Who wants to be homies with that dude? Doesn't talk a lot. He's sad. He is sad. He's always moping around, right. always killing himself. <laughs> uh, so that was a that was this very special bonus. Kid who's having a rough time in prison. Heat check. Um, let me see. Uh, we got another email saying, got to do more Mad Libs. Agreed. We're going to... Uh, I think we got to do it with the guests. The, we're going to keep them involved with the guests, right? And uh, we don't want we don't want to Jean Ralphio this, right? We, we, we introduced something, yeah. We introduced something really cool. Keep the people thirsty. We don't want to overdo it, right? So um, uh, there will be more Mad Libs. Trust me. Maybe we'll even get a little variety. Someone had suggested uh, do a see if uh, Mad Libs can make us up. Uh, some brunch Mad Libs. That would be sick. That would be a really cool merch thing. And I bet they would, because what the fuck does Mad Libs have going on right now? <laughs> they they just fucking sit around and jerk each other off all day. Um, let's see. Thomas Gorman sent in uh, a whopper of an email. We had requested uh, for biblical people if they could tell us some biblical references in the night of. And this kid... Brought the heat. Went to fucking town. Yes. Uh, he did a night, he did an episode by episode breakdown and uh, raised a lot of good points, actually. And uh, it's too long to get into. We have to very politely. Well, uh, 6,000 words. Yeah. We got to very politely slap our friend Thomas what they get your own podcast. Um, but uh, let me see. He thinks that the CPA might be the motorcycle guy. The motorcycle guy? You know, there was a mo- there was a guy on the motorcycle outside of Andrew's apartment. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Um, he also thinks he's he uh, he agrees with me that the inhaler thing is bogus because Nas was crushing the heavy bag. Uh, he also thinks that because of let me see what story is it? Um, because I think it was Samson and Delilah. Uh, for, Samson and Delilah leads him to think that Freddie kills Nas in the end. And I am not at all sleeping on the idea of Nas getting killed. That would be something. Yeah, um, I think that uh, 
I think the people are just assuming that it's going to come down to I what happens in court. I don't care if Nas lives or dies, honestly. Right. You yeah, like, like I said a million times, the only thing I care about is finding out who did it. Right. Because that's... I, I hate when series leave it open-ended like that. Yeah. Um, would you... What if they uh, leave it open-ended and do a season two involving Nas? Um, see, I, I mean, I would, I, I like it, but at the same, at the same time, I, I don't like when series say that they're doing like a limited right. series and then turning it into right. a longer one once it gets like popular. Right. Like what? What was twenty four? Did that? What was your fucking end goal at the beginning? Right. Like, yeah, right. Like, Tell us what you were going to fucking do. Right. No, it's like, it's like, what were you expecting it not to be popular? And now that it's popular, like, oh, I guess we'll fucking keep going. Right. Oh, who who would have fucking thought something that's on 9 p.m. Uh, Sunday night on HBO would, would get <laughs> right. watched? I didn't know that anybody ever watched HBO then. Uh, uh, yeah. So I, I think if you're going to, I like sticking to your guns. And if you're going to say that it's a limited series, then make it a fucking limited series. Yeah. It's like how you don't want to John Ralphio it. It's like yeah. fucking leave him wanting more and just stay stay golden. Exactly. Um I'm so we're gonna do a uh uh the night of finale recap thing on Monday. Uh we're gonna do that with Patrick O'Connor, who uh, you can read on Not the Game. He honestly I've I read a lot of He's very Night good. of Yes. Uh he, It takes a lot for me to like to like somebody and their writing because there's so many fucking right. people that you're just like if someone new comes and everybody along, has like, opinions on the night of everybody right. who watches it like our opinions aren't that special we right i think what makes us stand out is that we point out little kid, right. kid who's having a rough we, time in prison. we think about the little guy right <laughs> so but uh o'connor is is awesome yeah so that's gonna be um that's gonna be a lot of fun um and yeah i'm going to actually be coming off of my fantasy football auction uh, which is at nine o'clock on Sunday. So that I'm, is rough. So yeah, I'm are you? Going so to what be, are you? When are you going to listen? When are you going to watch the episode? So I'm hosting the auction. So after the guys in my league leave. So, okay. probably, but you're going to be wasted. You don't even remember it. There's like a good na- chance that you like might us. wake up the next morning and not remember any part of the episode. You know what's going to happen? I'm going to fall asleep watching it. I'm going to pass out watching it, and then I'm going to wake up and watch it again. Um, which I've, that's happened with, with a lot of shows for me. So, um, I, uh, I never used to be the guy who falls asleep watching TV and now I can't watch like an episode of anything without at least dozing off. Yeah. I can't even make it through a movie. I've gone to the movies and like fallen asleep in the movie theater twice in a row now. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah. What movies? Um, so Suicide Squad, which was bad. Um, and then the most recent movie I saw, which was Good War Dogs. Uh, uh, no, you didn't. No, I don't think I did. I would have uh, shook the it, fuck it, out of you. No, I don't think I did. So it was, uh, it was. Oh, uh, Secret Life of Pets, and then, oh. uh, and then Suicide Squad, which were both like not very good movies. Yeah. So, so you know what that is though? That's some grown ass man shit. Yeah, that's that, like, that, that that's is like the intro to, to adulthood is falling asleep in a movie theater, right? And then like you, you're sitting there and like you, you, you. Back curves a little bit, you slink down, and people are like Pete, and you go, huh? <laughs> yeah, right. No, I wasn't falling asleep. <laughs> uh, I was like, uh, leave me alone. Um, so, so, like, thank God for DVR because I tried to watch. Like, it happens every time I would try to watch Mr. Robot because Mr. Robot is on at ten o'clock, ooh. and it's the episodes are usually like an hour and a half. Yeah. So, I have fallen asleep like four weeks in a row, and I've had to rewind. So, uh, adulthood sucks. Yeah, we got uh, three reviews this week. Only two of which can be read. 
Yeah. You uh, fucking <laughs> idiot. Some asshole. Uh, California Sun. Uh, we've made it very clear that if you give us a four-star review, we're not reading the goddamn review on the podcast. Right. Uh, but he did say it was a very good podcast. He said so very like, good what podcast. an asshole. He said that I said uh, goals too often during the Friday Night Lights week. Yeah. Who fucking cares? Fucking newsflash. Tammy Taylor's on that show. Obviously, you're going to say goals <laughs> every five minutes. How are you going to say goals? Idiot. Ugh. What I would say, douche. get your own podcast, but that guy's podcast would fucking suck. If you can talk about <laughs> Tammy Taylor without saying goals, ugh, not what on. an asshole. Uh, so yeah, you got gave us a four star review. Go fuck yourself. Right. Um, but thanks for listening. <laughs> uh, uh, what else we got? Still good hungover. Sean McGrath says because Pete and DJ sometimes do the podcast hungover. I decide to listen to brunch while hungover. Listening to the two of you talk about the kid who's having a rough time in prison always makes my day and I am sad there will be no more of it. Still five stars though. Uh, Congratulations fuck. to that guy because we just had another kid who's having a rough time in prison. He check. Right. I think this sucks now. We're going to have to I think that we're going to end up Jean Ralphioing kid who's having a rough time in prison because he, <laughs> there is such a high should demand. Should we have him on the show? That'd be awesome. We should. Yeah. We sh- yeah. That, that would be... Uh, an easy guest, I would think. I would hope so. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and then DMW9Sports said, great podcast, five stars, uh, right on par with PMT and KFC Radio. So that person's obviously a stoolie, but that is very high praise. That's that's high praise. I'll take that. Um, we make no lie I don't listen to a ton of KFC Radio, but what here. I have listened to, yeah. it's very good and very conversational and very casual, and I'm all about that. Yeah, just... Just uh, just fellas being fellas. Um, yeah, I I think that uh, we, we've discussed this. I think that uh, we're different from, pardon my take, not in a good way or a, or a bad way. Um, not in a good way. But I think that I think that pardon my take is just like the fucking the pinnacle podcast. supreme podcast. I, they're they're we both... talk about them more than we should on the show. <laughs> right. Uh, someone actually this tweeted basi- that. Like, this, were... this podcast is basically like a Pardon My Take fan podcast. Right. Yeah. They were. Someone tweeted at me like, uh, I'd never heard of Pardon My Take, and then you guys kept talking about it, so now I'm listening to it. Is it really a good idea to tell people to listen to other podcasts? Like, If it's a good yeah. one, yeah. It's important to be self-aware. Right. We're not the best podcast <laughs> on earth. Right. But... We're the second best podcast on earth. But once we get that influx of cash from whoever sponsors us. And we're going to buy Pardon My Take and shut their asses down. Right, exactly. Uh, so uh, we haven't done a music review in a little while. Yeah. And uh, or not music review, mi- music re- recommendation, a quick little recommendation. Yeah. Um, Do you have any? Yes, because I haven't had a chance to talk about the Frank Ocean album yet. Uh, did you listen to it? I haven't listened to any of it. Yeah, uh, I got into it late because um, I just didn't have time to like sit, sit around and listen to music recently. But I listened to it all day at the beach yesterday, and it is very, very good. I like it a lot. I think that it's amazing that uh, so Frank Ocean has gotten in some trouble in the past uh, because he he took the master track of Hotel California. Took the oh, vocals right, away yeah. from it and just like saying his own thing right, over basically. it. And, and it was Don like Henley, in the same sort of like inflection. Yeah. And, yeah. and Don Henley was like, What the fuck? <laughs> Are you, f- you can't do that. And he had, the, there are some great quotes from Don Henley about Frank Ocean. He was like, I don't think this young man understands. You can't do this. So uh, he just doubled down, Frank Ocean, nice. uh, kind of at least. He, um, he borrows some melodies 
from classic songs. He does a little close to you. Uh, and the best part is he sings a couple of lines from Here, There, and Everywhere by the Beatles uh, in one of the songs on the new album, Blonde. And I was texting with a friend yesterday, and we were saying it's such a fucking boss move uh, for uh, after getting yelled at by the Eagles <laughs> for... Like you can't sing thing, you can't take things from the Eagles and to be like, like, okay, fuck you, I'm going to take, take it from, it from the, the Beatles. Beatles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, boss move. Um, I think- I also think it's just funny that like in because in like music today, everybody accuses everybody of stealing, right? So to be like, it's no, no, just no, this be, is <laughs> right. Just to be like, you want to see stealing? Right. Listen to this shit. <laughs> Which uh, quick uh, little bitch of the week uh, honorable mention to the co-writer of Let's Get It On. Because he sued uh, Ed Sheeran recently for thinking out loud, all of you suck a dick. Music sounds like music. Um, but well, I will say. We're going to talk about ripoffs. Right. Uh, the new uh, One Republic song is basically the exact same song as Elevate from St. Lucia. Oh, really? Yeah. That's I haven't pretty heard funny. it yet. Um, uh, maybe I'll splice it in, splice in the beginnings here. It's okay. Pretty funny. Um, I will say the best song on the Frank Ocean album, though, is Pink and White. It is amazing. So check that shit out. Uh, a lot of people, there have been a lot of Frank Ocean takes post. Fra- oh, there's there's always takes about Frank Ocean because everyone is always in a huff boat. Where's the album, Frank? <laughs> like, he doesn't fucking owe you anything, dude. You can go three years without releasing an album. If it's good, then yeah, Heim's doing it right now. <laughs> and even though I am literally melting down without new Heim, <laughs> I, they, they can do what they want. And when it comes out, no matter what, I'm going to be like, it was so worth the wait. I'm so glad they took I'm it so, I'm so glad that I didn't get fully into Heim until like this summer. Right. Because I, I like mean, like I always Rick- appreciated Heim, but I never like fully dove in head first. Yeah. And now I did it. And now I think, like, if I did it three years ago, I would have been so mad that they haven't released an album yet. Yeah, I started watching Breaking Bad during right. its last Good season. Move. So right. when I got caught up, it w- there was, like, three days until the second half of the last season started. So nice. it was amazing. I got to watch... The, the stretch run with everybody else. Yeah. And I, but I was thinking, it. I was like, how the fuck did people go week to week with this shit? Because I knocked these four and a half seasons out in like three days. Yeah. So, um, yeah, too many takes on Frank Ocean. First, it's, I will say, I think you have to be in the, I think you have to be in the right mindset to listen to Frank Ocean. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but I think the, the one that bugs me more though, is that people get on him about, taking his time and not releasing stuff that I'd rather have somebody take their time and release, release good stuff than, than rush out bad shit. Right. Exactly. Kanye. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, although his, his tour looks dope. Did you see the pictures? Yeah. He has a floating floating, floor. Yeah. Like like moves and angles and stuff. Nice. What a badass. Um, Uh, my music recommendation, uh, it's a very strange one for me because I'm not like a big country person. Uh, but I came across a new song. Uh, it's kind of new. It's like beginning of the summer came out. Uh, M- Marin Morris? Marin yeah, Marin. Morris? I don't know. How Marin it's, Morris? Uh, uh, she, I think her most popular song is um, My Church. Uh, but it's a song off the same album, 80s Mercedes. Yeah. Fucking banger. It is Great good. summer song. It's a very good summer song. And I lis- uh, you told me about it. And I pulled it up on Apple Music, and um, Apple Music bugged out. And it, you know, sometimes it takes a second for the song to play. Yeah. So it was taking a second for the song to play. Um, I'd gotten in my car, pressed it, started driving, 
and took a second for the song to play, and the song started playing, and I was like, this is the most generic fucking, like, t- modern country pop shit in the world. I can't believe Pete likes this. And then I looked at the my console, and it had taken a second and then skipped over the song ah, to the okay. next song. So I ended up putting on some other Marin <laughs> or Marin Mora song, and I was like, Wow, Pete. <laughs> like, does this song come in men's? Because <laughs> this is some weak ass bullshit. And then I realized my error, put that on, and I was like, okay, this kind of thumps. I, yeah. I like this. So um, it's like very, a very, very good, much approved. It's a very good like country pop song. Yes, and it's one of those songs that you can only you can only really have one of them in your life at a time. Right. Like if they yeah. were, if you were like. Otherwise, you're just a basic white girl, right? Exactly. But I'm, I'm. We've never shied away from being basic. We've sh- certainly never shied away from being white girls. So I can have one of those songs in my life that gets the stamp of approval. And for right me. now, it's "80 Mercedes" by Marin Morse. "80s Mercedes." Uh, I hope I'm saying her name right. Yes. Um, circling back to the little bitch of the week theme, uh, you were a candidate for a little bitch of the week because you told me something I didn't want to hear this week. <laughs> Uh yeah, I, I guess it was uh, a, I thought it was a fun story. Uh during it, Oh no, about the no, one? not no. Uh there an Olympian's brother though uh wants to S your dick. Slid so. in my DMs. And, yeah. And uh I thought it was funny. He, I thought it was funny too. I thought it would be so long story short, you tweeted uh, a picture of uh one of the, one of the Olympian swimmers won a gold medal and they uh, showed like his family press box, and they all had custom shirts except for one of them. And the dude was wearing a Budweiser T-shirt, like an old school Budweiser T-shirt. And I was like, "That dude's awesome." He was like, "Fuck these shirts! I'm wearing this badass shirt." And so I was like, "This guy's sweet." And somehow he found it. Somebody must have tipped him off or whatever. Yeah. And he was like, slid in my DMs, and he was like, "Hell yeah!" And he sent me a picture of the shirt. I don't know why. You're like, I know you have. The I, shirt. I, saw I saw you, you wearing, wearing it. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he sent me a picture of the shirt, and then like. A couple weeks went by, uh, and then like this week at midnight, uh, like a weekday, he sent me a picture of him partying with the shirt on and the gold medal around his neck, and I was like, "That's pretty badass." So this is the and be- the caption was "Big Tilt," which is like <laughs> awesome phrase. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but hell yeah, <laughs> we'll get there. Um, so this I think is the magic and the majesty of little bitch of the week. I think that sometimes we can. Uh, just to be assholes, slap someone with a little bitch of the week when like they do something good for us or if they or if they're trying to be friends with us, or if they're trying to be nice. Like I thought so we were talking about little bitch of the week throughout the week and when you told me that story, I was like, gotta make that guy a little bitch of the week. He's like obsessed with you and super nice and his brother won a gold medal. It'd be awesome if we were like, hey, guess what? Cool You're story a little though, bitch. little bitch. Then I think I would kinda like that. Um I was talking about you have a Harambe take. Oh, okay. Which okay. is never good. If someone has a Harambe take, that's right. like a oh brother. I am uh I'm to the point where I'm also over Harambe. I think Harambe is uh is almost dead. I mean he is dead, but Have he's almost learned? dead as a as a meme. <laughs> oh he's for sure dead. <laughs> they, they they took care of him. Um I so uh, he, let me say that this is I still I still love Harambe and I think it's funny if it's done properly. Uh but the unif- the unfunny people have gotten a hold of Harambe, and that's never good. Yeah, that's true. But you, I feel like the cream always rises to the top, right? Like the good Harambe stuff is the stuff you're gonna see. Uh, mm, 
I don't know. I, I've seen a lot of be- I, like it. Should we just say this? Lozo's her, Lo, Lozo's made some not funny Harambe jokes. Yeah, I think. Have you seen them? Yeah, yeah. They're, I don't think. Not funny. I, Fuck I've you, Lozo. This. Lozo's like <laughs> one of the funniest guys on Twitter. Whenever he does a Harambe thing, I'm like Lozo. Mm. This should be a funnier thing. And like anytime there's like a poll or like a, or like like what should I do? Blah blah blah. Somebody's like Harambe. <laughs> it's like it's not funny. You can't just like you don't. You don't get fucking comedy points for just dropping the name Harambe. You have to fucking like put it in a context where it's funny. You got to earn it. You got to put in the work. Harambe right. put in the work. So one of the so I will say one of the funniest Harambe things that I've seen this week is uh, somebody DM'd the oh, Cincinnati so Zoo. Good. Somebody DM'd the Cincinnati Zoo and was like, uh, "Is there smoking in your park?" And because because the Cincinnati Zoo, I guess, accepts questions. Uh, like about the park through DMs, though, is there smoking in your zoo? And they were like, "No, there is no smoking permitted throughout the entire zoo." And the person responded, "Oh, really? Because y'all smoked my man's Harambe for no good reason." <laughs> and then the Cincinnati Zoo blocked that person. <laughs> That's awesome. So the Cincinnati Zoo has since deleted their account, right? Yeah, I, I don't know if they've reinstated it. I would have to assume they've gotten back on Twitter. You can't you can't just run away from Twitter. Uh, I mean, I'm going to at some point. <laughs> like I'm gonna. Yes, you literally did. But uh, let's see if the Cincinnati Zoo. It's hard because I don't know how to spell Cincinnati. It's always a difficult thing to C-I-N-C-I-N-N-A-T-I. spell. C i n c i n n a t i. It is gone. Cincinnati wow. Zoo. That is, is. They're sticking to their guns, which they killed Harambe with, <laughs> <laughs> and they're not coming back on Twitter. So good for them. That's. Um, they were getting bombarded. Uh, the The story I saw, I think it was like the New York Post or something. It was like uh, Cincinnati Zoo deletes their account, quote, just like they deleted Harambe. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I guess my take isn't that I'm over Harambe. I I need y'all to be better. Yeah. I need better Harambe jokes. Yeah. If you're gonna do it. Don't just do it to like to to hop on the bandwagon and try to be funny. You you got to bring the fire with your Harambe jokes, especially since we're entering into like what month three of Harambe yeah, jokes. This is unprecedented territory, <laughs> right? So we we've seen it all by now. So you've you got to be real real good if you're bringing the Harambe fire. Yeah, I just I don't want to live in a world where Harambe's spirit was isn't like a thing strong. of the past. Uh, yeah, I um and I've gotten you know what. It's popping up more and more. People are the that's not funny. What crowd. the uh, the Harambe? Yeah. So like any anybody who's saying like Harambe, like it's not funny. Yeah. Wrong. Wrong take. And uh, not in like a that's not funny. Like a hey, yeah, that hey, is not funny. not acceptable. Right. You <laughs> cannot make that joke. It's like well, like, it's dude, hilarious. It's so. a fucking gorilla that died three months ago. Fucking get over it. <laughs> right. <laughs> it didn't even kill the child. Right, you didn't, and like you didn't know Harambe, Harambe. Right, like, and, and we're not making fun of Harambe. We are actually honoring the memory. We love him. <laughs> we're making fun of clearly, clearly that the people so, getting made fun of here are the zoo. So we're one mo- of like the one of the hot takes this week was uh, was Dinesh from Silicon Valley. Oh, yeah, Kamel uh, Nanjani. I I was not brave enough to pronounce the name, uh, but yeah, Dinesh from Silicon Peach. Valley. Uh, he said that. He believes that Harambe is so popular because it allows people to make fun of a funny African name without feeling guilty. 
Yeah, I don't think that's true. And I don't think that's a strong take. Maybe maybe it is for some people. I, you can only do the, like, for me personally, that does not apply to me. It doesn't factor into it. My, uh, I do think that, like, the name certainly factors into... Yeah. Like, but I don't think that people are doing it to be like, nice, I get to make fun of a funny African name. Right. I just think that it's like, if the gorilla was named Poor like... time management. If the gorilla so. was named like George, right. it would be like, people would just be like, who's George? Why right. do people keep talking about George? It's not that funny. Yeah, but it's like a, it's a great, majestic-sounding name. Um, another take that uh, I've heard, a couple of my friends have this one, is that uh, because th- there's so much tension with uh, like things that are happening, or uh, like high-profile victims, mm-hmm. um, like, geez, like Trayvon Martin, like so many Black Lives Matter things, like a million things across... Um, the board, like names, are becoming iconic, you right, know. Yeah. And like, one of my I, friends, like, if you're throwing in, if you're throwing Harambe into like the mix with those, then like that's not okay, right? <laughs> then you're again, you're watering down more important right. things. But yeah. um, a common take is that people are uneasy making jokes about anything like that, but they feel that because this victim was an animal, you can do it. And again, I don't think we're making fun of the animal. I really don't. I think we're making fun of the zoo, and I think that honestly, we're making fun of the meme now as much. As right? Yeah, else. I think it's it's the meme more than anything else. Like, I that's why it's taken so long for Harambe to like take off. It's like a couple months. It really started to pick up steam like a couple months after it happened. We've talked about this in the past. It's like nobody saw it coming. Like the story happened, and then it died down, and then it picked back up, and now it's at an all time high. Uh, it's because like. It's like after that happens, it's like so close to the to the actual event of like the gorilla yeah. like almost killing this small child. Yeah, and then and if people were making those jokes the fucking day after it happened, then you'd be like, oh, hey, sociopath, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like this: a small child almost died, and then like they had the debate of whether or not the, the, the should have been shot or whatever, and then it got turned in like Harambe got turned into like a martyr and it's it became it just became so ridiculous that it was funny. Right, exactly. So uh I'm not done with Harambe. I don't think I can ever be done with Harambe. Uh I will say you're you're wandering into some murky territory because you're now becoming a person who says this meme is over. And when someone says a meme is over, it they only get gets stronger. Lit the fuck and it up. only gets stronger. People are going to find a way to work crying Jordan into this so, against you. Well, no, because like the thing is, and this is this is this applies to what I'm saying, is that there are people who say crying Jordan is never funny. It's like I don't I don't fucking get it. It's never funny. And they get crying and, Jordan until right, they have to delete their account. It's not that crying Jordan is never funny. It's crying Jordan has been used so much. That like for it to be new and still funny, right. you have to do something really creative. And with the photoshops it. have been magnificent. Like who, right, yeah. Who made the uh, the sharks thing when the sharks got eliminated? Uh, and they made you know the oh yeah the, the they sharks were skating, that they skate out they of skating out of yeah. crying Jordan's mouth. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. And then when uh, I don't know during the Masters or whatever it was, somebody did like the 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 golf course plan, and it was in the shape <laughs> of like a uh, of crying Jordan, like. You have to be so creative to keep that going. And, like, to Crying Jordan's credit, people are still making it funny because they're doing incredible shit with it. And then that's what I'm just kind of saying with Harambe is, like, if you want to keep this going, you can't just fucking, like, 
lazily drop Harambe's name or like a, a stupid Harambe joke that we've heard a million times. It needs an influx of like creativity. Like I saw it at the beach yesterday, someone had a huge Wonder Woman balloon. It was magnificent. It was just it like was the biggest thing I've seen in my life. If someone made like a Harambe thing of that, then that would be that would kind of be some next level shit for Harambe. Right. So I, 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 yeah, I do think that a, a big big thing that works in favor of Harambe is that there's the picture that goes along with it, like yes. the infamous Harambe picture. It's yeah. like it, that's why, again, the cro- the alligator got screwed because there's no fucking picture there's of the no alligator. Adorable picture has, has of... no name, has no picture, and he also killed the child. Right. That, that three things are just working heavily against that alligator. Poor so, alligator who's break. having a rough time in prison. Um, lastly, uh, on memes, you've got something that's got some potential. Oh, uh, yeah. That The picture of the... There's one picture, uh, and I think CNN used it, um, which is how I got turned on to it. Uh, there's a picture of Ryan Lochte during his interview with Matt Lauer, uh, and he just looks like Shocker, the dumbest person on earth, because he is, shocker, the dumbest person on earth. Right. Uh, he just looks so dumb. And I, I think the picture is too funny for it not to be put in circulation. But I, I haven't decided exactly what it should be used for, like, in context. I feel like it'll be very popular in the uh, cheating joke meme thing, you know? Uh, like, there, um, you know, there's the, the, the thing of... Uh, when when you're with your girlfriend and you see your side chick in public and it's like yeah. the baby walking down the hall and he like turns around really yep. quickly and yeah. runs away, um, this could be uh, like uh, I said she's my sister, but she, but like my girl saw the texts or something like that, and then like that face, something like that. I that or I used it last night, and you can go on my Twitter and find the picture. Uh, I used it last night in the sense of like a hammering home like a hey no fucking shit idiot point so yeah. like it's like a like uh, no doy yeah type of uh picture so i used that in uh in a tweet and uh it was pretty well received so there's also there's 